0: everybody welcome to the hallmarkies podcast we are really excited today to have an interview with another hallmark actor we're talking today with actor peter graham goudreau and uh, peter thank you so much for coming on the podcast
1: hey it's my pleasure thanks rachel
0: yes so uh, peter what we like to do with all of our guests is we like to give you a chance to introduce yourself and tell us what inspired you to get into acting
1: Okay, well, <laughs> I grew up in a very small town on the sort of New York border back east, about three hours um, south, southeast of Toronto, and just about, I guess, eight hours north of New York City, and uh, we grew up on a farm, and then when we moved into the city after my dad died, um, we're kind of bouncing around a little bit, and... Uh, then there was this great uh, drama teacher in my high school, actually, who was also the math teacher and a pilot. She took us out flying in her her four-seater plane. Very cool lady. She was also the weather lady on the local TV station, which was (laughs) kind of funny. And she took our theater class to uh, New York City um, to see some amazing plays and stuff. But she was kind of the first person. I was doing a lot of sports and just kind of different things um had a lot of energy and she just kind of said i'm gonna put you in this show and uh, put me in the production of camelot and then she, and then so i just kept doing plays with her and and uh and stuff and she kind of helped me find my direction and i like that whole uh, that that whole world mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm.
0: that's really really cool so you did camelot and what are some other shows you did
1: uh, in high school, we did some Molière plays. It was funny at that time, Greece was uh just recently out, and uh-huh. uh, they were trying to get the rights to do Greece uh, as a musical, and they couldn't uh couldn't do it, which was a bummer. So, we ended up doing uh something called Carousel, I think, which was a play about a circus prophetic, maybe because I ended up doing a lot of circus stuff later in my life, but uh, uh-huh. um. Yeah, so I ended up playing this sort of uh, snake, the snake charmer, <laughs> this, the, the, the 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 evil, uh, the evil sort of villain of the piece, which
0: was huh.
1: Is and, it the old uh, Rogers
0: and Hammerstein carousel?
1: Uh, probably. I don't know. Yeah. Gosh, I can't remember. Yeah, you would know, maybe. <laughs> cool. Um. Yeah, yeah, but there was a lot of neat uh, people in that world. It wasn't a world I was familiar with. I was sort of uh-huh. you know more from a blue collar kind of world, and then suddenly I was in with all these different people and. Kind of like my daughter is in high school now, finding her people, and uh, in the drama thing that she's in, I kind of found mm-hmm. found a world that kind of worked for me. Along with the sports, you know.
0: Yeah. What sports were you into?
1: Uh, I was playing a lot of hockey, so I had uh, hopes to go far with that, and I didn't. I played with a couple of guys who did go to the NHL, and there was a lot of Kingston was kind of it was the first capital of Canada for if anybody doesn't know that before Ottawa. And uh, it's where, when a lot of the loyalists came from the U.S., they built a big fort uh, just right on the Saint Lawrence. There, so it was a big war (laughs) that took place there. And uh, it's a it's a real military town, but a real hockey town. Some some people say it's the place where hockey started playing in those games. And I actually played in the hundred three in action hundredth year reenaction of the of a game between the uh, military college and um, and the Queen's University, which is the old Hmm. university there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I played a lot of hockey and, uh, I, I played football. I, uh, I played, I was on the rowing team. I was captain of the volleyball team. And then in university, I went into a phys ed program. I just played every sport there was cause that was kind of my energy. outlet.
0: Well, all that hockey experience must come in handy with some of these Hallmark movies.
1: <laughs> I haven't <laughs> done any, any hockey in the hall. Have you seen <laughs> any Hallmark movies with hockey? In?
0: Well, there's a lot of scenes in skating rinks
1: oh i guess that's yeah. true yeah i i haven't done that yet i i did a movie for universal which was i don't know if you know the great american classic slap shot that paul newman was uh-huh. in yeah yeah so i did the poor Man sequel oh. <laughs> slap shot too but it was great because i got to play hockey with the hansen brothers who are uh amazing and yeah uh, but i haven't done any skating any hallmark movies yet, oh so. <laughs> maybe maybe that's upcoming this winter yeah
0: i think so yeah Mm. <laughs> That's cool.
1: Uh, well, that sounds
0: really neat. Yeah, I, I there's something special about that drama experience you can get in high school, and it's just so I don't know, it's so exciting, so empowering. I I, I was able to be in some shows when I was in high school. I was in uh, oh yeah, yeah. I was in the Whiz. Oh well, great! <laughs> just in the chorus, but I had a great mm-hmm. time. And then I did Bye Bye Birdie, which oh was probably my favorite of all the ones we did. Uh, yeah and,
1: uh, so many great shows and where was that yeah
0: it was in uh, I grew up in a little town in Maryland called Middletown Maryland oh, okay yeah, yeah I went to Middletown High School and Excellent. Uh, we did Sounds like a Hallmark movie
1: <laughs> it really was pretty much <laughs>
0: yeah yeah yeah. we just didn't have any Uh. well no we did have a town festival but nothing like they have in Hallmark I wish that uh-huh. it's my dream to find a town festival <laughs> i i want to go and i want to i want to report on it
1: <laughs> i know i always think when they write these scenes and then they have the beautiful festivals in it that it's and there are a few places a few times yeah. that have been to places like that it's pretty it's pretty cool yeah
0: it would be the mm-hmm. best and so mm-hmm. it, it was a it was a, a good place to go to uh, high school middle school and then my family moved my senior year of high school to california And I decided I didn't want to start a whole new school for just one year. That was dumb. And so I ended up just starting college early, basically. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's how it all ended up working out. But Mm. uh, so what was it like when you got your first role? How did that all kind of come about that you went from doing the sports and and
1: the drama to the first role? Sorry, yeah, this this great uh, teacher uh, in high school, Barb Edwards, she uh, she was great. At that time, Oliver Stone was doing a, a film, I can't re- remember, a war film that she had uh, some of us, some of the guys anyway, send tapes. She was really on it. She was just, like I say, a pilot everything and mm-hmm. just a math genius, just a really cool person, world traveler. And uh, so she was kind of looking for opportunities for us. And then I got a kind of a sports, it's not so much a scholarship in Canada, but to uh, to go into the phys ed program at Queens and uh, university. And so I took that, but I started doing uh, the drama just as a minor because um, we had to do an arts, uh, arts, uh, it was a two degree program mm-hmm. concurrent. Yeah, so I was doing a minor in arts, and there was a very cool uh, professor there, David Camp, who had been an English sort of actor, you know. And um, so I kept doing plays there, and then after a couple of years, I just realized, okay, I'm I'm not going to carry on with the phys ed thing, and uh, so I took a year off, and then I had an opportunity to go to, to move to Toronto, which is like I say, about three hours from Kingston. And I got a play there immediately when I went there that toured around, and it was uh, a children's uh, uh, show. Uh, and that uh, took me all over Ontario for six months through the winter and it was crazy and it was a, a band of actors and that was my first paid gig and that was back in like 1984 maybe mm-hmm. I think and uh, yeah so and that was that was cool and that and that brought me back to my hometown and you know we got to go to some of the schools where I went and, and do the shows and I saw the, saw the teachers and people and then it just kind of went from there I got a couple of commercials and I got some more plays and I kept getting uh, getting cast in plays, which was great. And then um, from that, I got my union card. And then I realized I wasn't a strong enough actor. I wanted to just go to school, so I went back to college in Toronto in a theater school, George Brown there, mm-hmm. which was a great uh, theater school. And then uh, and then I really started to kind of learn the whole thing and. Uh, at that time, there was just a lot more theater in uh, Toronto and everywhere. There was some film and TV, but most of it was still in the States. And uh, But that was the time, actually, that like Keanu Reeves was coming out of Toronto. He was dating a girl that was in our theater school, and uh, he had made a couple of films there. Um, a hockey film, actually, with Rob Lowe and Patrick Swayze. And uh, and then he kind of broke out, and uh, Michael J. Fox had come to Van or was in Vancouver, and he was sort of breaking out in the states. And yeah, so I I was doing mostly uh, mostly plays and musicals, but then um, started to get some opportunity in the kind of TV and film world. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're just able to make that transition from from theater over to television.
1: Well, uh, not, in, not right away. So, uh, some people, I think, are – I was just working on a really uh, interesting series that's produced by uh, Robert Zemeckis, Project Blue Book, uh-huh. and it's about in uh, America in the 1950s and the whole UFO thing and that, whole alien uh-huh. thing. And there's a great actor. There's one of the leads, Michael Mullarkey, and he studied in England. And uh, I get the sense like he's a fairly young guy, also a musician, and I get the sense that he sort of, you know, immediately was able to make that transition. But I think there's a lot more film and acting, uh, film and TV acting taught in in acting schools now than there was in my time. We had some mm-hmm. of it, but I don't think it was <laughs> a natural fit for me. I have a lot of energy even now at my age and uh and there's a you know a lot of uh, for a lot of film and tv projects there's a stillness and a kind of a different a completely different Mm -hmm. way of being that i had to learn for sure yeah Mm -hmm. and that took me longer than i would say lots of people
0: Mm -hmm. do you still do some theater or you transitioned to
1: to just yeah i do uh i mean i was trying i was Close on, uh, I wanted to do Mamma Mia this year. They were doing it here, and I'd gone out to Toronto uh, mm-hmm. a few times for it and gotten close from the big shows there. And they were doing that and Newsies. Do you know Newsies?
0: Oh, I love, yeah, I love Newsies.
1: Yeah, so my kids had seen it on Netflix on that incredible production with Jeremy Jordan mm-hmm. uh, that was shot live in a the theater. And uh, it was the Broadway production, but it was shot live in a the theater in L.A. Mm-hmm. And they were just kind of blown away, like Dad, you've got to read for it. So I went down and auditioned, and I auditioned for for both and didn't get them, but, uh, just had a theater audition the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not as much theater in Vancouver as there is in Toronto or, mm. or New York or even LA. There's some professional theaters here. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but it's definitely a film and TV town. So both my wife and I, who met in the theater, uh, you know, really love theater, but it's, uh, the the bulk of the work here is film and TV. Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah. what would, what would you describe, a uh- of of a day in the life of a working actor. They, they...
1: <laughs> Well, I could tell you about yesterday, <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> uh so yesterday I was okay, so here's here's yesterday and this is because our kids are are doing it now too kind of. Uh I got up at about 7. I had 3 pages of uh like nonstop like a monologue and this is like a you know, horror, I mean, it's a great, beautifully written piece. I think Spike Lee is the executive producer at shooting Winnipeg, and I had like a day and a half to learn this stuff. And I wanted to be—I was taping it because it had, the tape had to be sent. So my wife and I booked a studio down at our union uh, that has a free taping service. And uh, we dropped the kids off of school, went down there, and then spent two hours taping this audition, which is a, a really interesting project. Mm-hmm. And well, two and a half hours by the time we taped it and everything. And then, uh, and that was like a real kind of racist, um, horrible kind of <laughs> guy from the past, uh, you know, from, yeah. uh, so anyway, so I had a beard on and I was just, a, a, you know, pretty uh, roughed up and whatever. Uh, got that done, sent it to the agent so he could send it on, raced home, uh, shaved, uh, turned around, went to an audition for a Hallmark film, so I got cleaned <laughs> That's a up, contrast. And, and I was a happy, uh, I guess sort of, you know, there's always chefs in these movies, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> chefs and people skating. So, uh, so uh, raced in, kind of changed my tone completely, yeah. and did that, and then my wife was auditioning an hour later at that same facility. And then, um, oh, sorry, that was two days ago. Yeah. So that was two days ago. And then I had to get, I forget what else. And then the next day, yesterday, so that was that day. It was crazy. And then I had to come home and learn my lines and go to bed early. Cause I was up early yesterday filming on project blue book. Mm-hmm. So, uh, back home early, watch a little Brooklyn nine, nine with the kids, walk the dog and, fall asleep and then the kids both had got auditions so we had to run them through how they were going to go through their auditions and figure out their schedules and get them here and there because I was shooting <laughs> and we only have one car <laughs> Yeah, and I was filming way out early in the morning. So uh, my wife helped prep them and then I shot and got off in time to get back and get them and then get my daughter and my wife too. my daughter's call back and then run my son out to this other film audition oh, that he was gosh. doing. And so it's just, um, you got to be, I guess the day in the life is with this business, things come up really fast. used to be that you'd get, you know, at least three or four days and you'd have a chance to look at the script or at least go down to your agents and that kind of thing. And then there was faxing and then eventually it's come down to, we need you to learn, you know, five pages by tomorrow morning and tape it and send it or be here. And so you always kind of got, you're always kind of on call. Mm Mm-hmm. So uh, it can be frustrating sometimes this summer we tried to go, you know, for our big annual camping trip, and and we had just gotten there, and I got a call to tape this audition, so we had, you know, we carry stuff with us, so we had to, you know, go, into, go to a friend's house that was near where we were camping, and, and film that audition, and send it, and then take the ferry back two days later to do these auditions, and leave the kids at the campsite all day by themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah with some friends but, yeah so it's kind of a you know that's uh dependent depending on i i think it'd be nice to just be on a series where you were just shooting all the time and you were running around you know chasing mm-hmm. the jobs but that's not where we're at right now
0: yeah yeah, yeah. No, i can relate at least a little bit because as okay. a freelance uh basically right now i'm a freelance film critic and oh, cool. it, like i sort of piecemeal all i mean i have a regular part-time uh, job which I'm very grateful for uh, but then I also have the podcast and then I'm writing articles and I have another podcast that I do I have same thing right yeah so you just kind of pile them all together and
1: <laughs> yeah and sometimes you're working late in the night and that's just yeah. the way it goes and you yeah. can't make the, the plans that other people have and sometimes you have time and but yeah. it's not always on your own schedule, right?
0: Right. Yeah, that's how it ends up working. But I'm grateful for it. Uh, so grateful, yeah, for it, but uh, you're but happy. yeah,
1: you're happy with what you have, have going on, oh, yeah, for sure. good
0: so, uh so your first role for Hallmark was in the Miss Miracle movie, I believe
1: uh, i think I think it was because I was talking to Ruth um about the you know ruth mayer hill that mm-hmm. runs from yeah yeah and uh so i think so um because they weren't making as i mean now gosh i think they're making like <laughs> 40 70 uh, i don't know how many films they made here this year but a well, crazy just a christmas honest,
0: 41 just
1: a christmas. For christmas movies
0: just for christmas yeah they're making yeah 41. yeah
1: no it's insane and <laughs> the series and everything else yeah it? it's great i mean it's really awesome for vancouver and all the yeah. actors here it's great opportunity and then victoria and of course they're shooting in winnipeg and toronto Mm -hmm. but um yeah that one was nice because there's a really lovely uh joanna newmarch who has a regular role on when calls the heart right she was playing uh my wife and uh she's a great actress and um yeah, I didn't have that much to do. I was just kind of the husband that was around, but there was a really, a couple of really nice scenes. And again, that was one of those ones where, um, and it was Doris Roberts, mm-hmm. who is a great actress. Everybody loves Raymond. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, uh, uh, Aliens in the Attic. She plays like grandma that goes into that big kickboxing scene in that <laughs> Great actress. So she yeah. was, yeah. So that was one of those ones You talk about the celebrations. They had a big, you know, kind of concert at the end.
0: Right. And,
1: uh, and everybody was there and there was music and singing and it was, yeah. So that was my first experience. And was shot in a, a great little, beautiful little community called Fort Langley that they often use um, for Christmas films and because yeah. it's got that old timey feel, you know? Mm hmm. Yeah, so that was nice. I was on that for 3 or 4 days and I literally had 3 or 4 lines. I was just kind of around uh-huh. all the time, which was uh so it was a nice way to be introduced to it.
0: Yeah. So when you do these Hallmark movies, uh they usually shoot pretty early in the in the morning, don't they? And then it's a pretty long, long shoot.
1: It can be. I mean, um when we were doing Pumpkin Pie Wars, which was um the sort of harvest theme, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, um, with Julie gonzalo, and uh yeah, it was that was a lot of fun, and that was uh on sort of different we were in you know bakeries and on farms and different things going on, so generally speaking, you're you know up and out by six and and on set by seven or at the mm-hmm. very least eight, depending on on the size of your role and and when you're needed. Mm-hmm. So and sometimes they gotta get. I mean, it's different for my wife who's got big crazy hair, and and so she's usually like in makeup and and hair for like an hour or longer, you know. So yeah. they oftentimes depending on who they have to get in for stuff. So yeah, you go through that process. Yeah, every every day is different. Like I say, yesterday I was shooting. Well, I was on set at uh, seven, I think, and I had to leave here at about uh, six. And but I was done by one. Wow.
0: So, do you guys <clears> get to do a lot of projects together?
1: We don't. Um, More so in the theater. The Pumpkin Pie Wars was the first one other than a film that we'd made ourselves um, that uh, that was based on a play that I wrote. I think that was the first one that we actually, and we didn't have much together. She had auditioned for the part that ended up going to another woman that was my wife. So there's sort of two women that are rivals. Uh, that were best right. friends, and and, uh, and then their kids kind of fall in love. Well, I'm sure people might might know Pumpkin Pie Wars by now. Yeah. It's been it for a few years. <laughs> uh, so that was one where I had 10 or 11 days, and she had 10 or 11 days, but we were only worked together, I think, maybe three days. Okay. Yeah, and then our kids were on it uh, too. They came in and just to do some extra background work uh, as festival goers, and uh, mm-hmm. so that was fun. They got to hang out. But yeah, we we uh, just because she was shooting a lot of scenes, my wife was shooting a lot of scenes with her son, who's the 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 main uh, the love interest and the main mm-hmm. male lead, and mm-hmm. then uh, and then I was shooting the stuff with my wife and my daughter, uh, Julie Gonzalez.
0: Right, right, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it weird? filming these christmas movies like usually in july kind of a thing (laughs) well
1: i mean i think it is for some people i think you know i often see people putting pictures up here i am and it's you know 30 degrees or you know for you guys 90 degrees or 95 degrees right yeah and uh, you're in a christmas sweater in the middle of somewhere in this fake snow um, I mean, I guess the thing with me, I really love Christmas. I just love it, and we've done a benefit for uh, for here for almost 20 years that we do every Christmas. So we have carol sheets, we sing um, right. Christmas songs, and I do a lot of Christmas gigs uh, as a musician and as a children's musician. Um, so many times when I'm doing kids' gigs in the summer or any time of year, when you ask kids, what would you like to hear, because I always ask them they'll either ask for you know well now like moana or trolls or frozen or something but lots uh-huh. of kids that don't know uh their their favorite song is like rudolph or something so they'll ask for a christmas song in the middle of the summer or whenever uh-huh. it doesn't occur to them that it's just a christmas song you know yeah so i'm kind of used to kind of just i just go right <laughs> in and people are like oh you know these christmas songs I'm like yep yeah i do i've been singing them and i actually because i love christmas songs i i have i have no problem singing them anytime so i guess it's probably a little i mean sometimes you know you're there uh more to me as i was in costco yesterday and there was christmas trees were up and i was like it's not even halloween yet (laughs) yeah but uh yeah the christmas thing i think we've all gotten used to it here because it's like oh great got a christmas movie in july you know
0: is it hard to stay uh hydrated when you're in those Christmas sweaters in in the summer,
1: uh yeah, I suppose. <laughs> it depends i mean we you know we didn't have as hot of a summer here this year last year was crazy hot at times, yeah. so that sometimes like that when you have that and then the 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 reverse when we we're shooting over the moon in love, which is a, the hallmark film with Jessica Lowndes it's coming up that I made. Uh, we were shooting at night and it was supposed to be this gorgeous yeah, you know, wedding scene, right? Uh, and yeah. the perfect sort of summer wedding. And just oddly, even though it was June or July, it was really cold and we were on a golf course at this beautiful location but there was actually like, you know, mist and it had been raining and everybody was like, everybody's in party dresses. Luckily, you know, for a, for me, I was in a suit but lots of they were just freezing. And it was like, gotta look happy and warm. Right. (laughs) That's the real acting. So I guess the other is, gotta look like you're enjoying Christmas when you're baking hot.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'd be (laughs) worried that I would be like, okay, I'm done with, by the time you actually get to regular Christmas, be like, I'm done with Christmas, I've already celebrated it for six months.
1: Yeah, 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 <laughs> well, yeah, the films, they don't last that long, but yeah, sometimes, I suppose, but yeah. you know, the great thing about the, the Christmas films, too, and the crew, is that, um, you're talking about staying hydrated, you're generally taking really – uh Good care of on set, so there's always somebody bringing you some water or looking good. at you, know, making sure that you have water or coffee or whatever you need, right? Yeah. And so that's the lucky thing of that that business is you that's tend to good. get spoiled, but yeah, you're, you're you're well taken care
0: of. Oh, good. Uh, so yeah. you were on a couple episodes of Chesapeake Shores uh, for Mark. Mm-hmm. Was that was that a fun uh, set to uh,
1: to be? Really on? great. It's shot in uh, just an amazing location on Vancouver Island. Um, so, here in Vancouver, for anybody that's somewhere, you know, we're up just a couple hours north of Seattle and it's kind of rain foresty, but it, there's an interesting, I mean, the Mojave does come all the way up this far, uh, you know, about five, uh, a few hours east. It comes up kind of through Spokane and up into that part of British Columbia. Um, so that can be warm or cold. And then where we are, in the summer, you can get these beautiful sort of banana belts to come through. So Chesapeake Shore is a shot, um, if you take a ferry ride from here or a plane, they flew us over, which was gorgeous. You fly over the islands, and then you fly into this small kind of area, Qualcomm Beach and, uh, and Parksville, and they just have, like for the, where we shot a bunch of it, the two episodes I did is in this gorgeous beach house, which I guess is the the family home. And the first episode I did was uh, a wedding, and uh, I was the priest there. And, and then also talking with Diane Ladd about why she'd gone back to Ireland and oh, so on. So just yeah. a gorgeous grounds right on the water. And, you know, sometimes orcas are going by or seals. And uh, so, you know, Treat Williams and, and the crew, the cast, when they're not working, they're out kayaking. or they're, Well, he's also a pilot, so he's flying around. and And it's just, it's really... Really a beautiful play. So that was a great show to get on and to work with people like Treat Williams who, you know, speaking of Greece, he was in Greece. Um, he was one of the understudies when John Travolta and those guys were doing that on Broadway. And then he ended up playing Danny and Kinicki, I think, for a few years. And, um, so great actors like Cam and Diane Ladd and, and the other people, I mean, they really have top quality people on that show. So, and, uh, and good writing. So I'm glad to see it going well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We were lucky enough to have, uh, Barbara Niven and Andrew Francis on the oh, uh, great. podcast last year. So, yeah. uh, yeah, they're, they're really, really
1: lovely people. people.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You were also in one of my all-time favorite TV movies in, oh, yeah. uh, in Lifetime called Love Notes. I don't know what your oh, part Lo- was, but I love.
1: <laughs> notes. Oh really? I, I, I don't know that I ever saw it. <laughs> it's really
0: good. Uh, uh, I'm trying to
1: remember. Um, the the main girl was from what?
0: Uh, from Melrose. Place? From
1: Melrose Place. That's right.
0: Yeah, and Antonio Cupo, who's so dreamy. Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he's with our agency actually, so he's yeah. uh, I see him right. Yeah, he's he's pretty dreamy.
0: <laughs> he needs to do more Hallmark movies. <laughs>
1: well, he just while. produced one here actually. Yeah. He he just produced a film that I'm assuming was a Hallmark called uh, Under the Olive Tree. Yeah, and I thought he was starring in it because a friend of mine, a couple of friends of mine, were in it. But I, I guess he was producing. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, he needs to be in it.
0: We need to see him. Yeah, but yeah. I
1: didn't know he was in that film because that was quite a while ago. I think that was one of the first really neat directors. I, I think that was David Weaver that that made that film. Yeah. And uh, that was also shot in Fort Langley, where we shot uh, Mrs. Miracle. Oh, really? But, yeah, but that was a long time back. Um, yeah, two thousand seven was it? it okay
0: yeah it's i just love it i think they have i think it, the writing's really good and it's really dishy and i don't know i just i just really like it uh i, I should like i should chemistry. see it actually
1: then because uh yeah. it's uh if you're saying it's yeah it's a good one i know ellie harvey is in it and she's a great local actress think like she plays um one of the main girl's best friends and she right. played my wife yeah
0: uh-huh oh yeah yeah and she's on the uh Aurora Tea Garden in the Aurora Tea Garden movies. Um, yeah, Ellie yeah. So, anyway, it's one of my favorites.
1: <laughs> oh, cool. I'll but, have to check uh, that out. Yeah.
0: yeah. And uh, so, you've done some music as you've talked about. Uh, is that a passion of yours, is music?
1: Yeah, I think probably before acting, really, um, it was, uh, I mean, I always loved music. I was always singing "The Queen in the bathroom, you know, with the hairbrush and <laughs> trying to be uh, all those great rock singers. Of, uh, and it was, you know, my mom had a, she had bought a, this beautiful Goya guitar because Julie Andrews had that same guitar and sound of music. <laughs> I think my mom was interested in not only being a nun, but also being a a, a, a singing nun. Yeah. Uh, and so my mom had a beautiful voice. She was always singing. And then my brothers were playing music. And uh, my brothers started playing guitar. And then eventually, I didn't pick one up till I was about 20. But I was always uh, definitely interested in, in music. And it just didn't seem like it was going to happen for me, even though I kept on doing it and luckily i kept on doing it because it's easy to get discouraged when people tell you suck yeah. <laughs> yeah. but thankfully i loved it enough and got to do enough musicals in high school and things like that that i just sort of persevered and now yeah now i have a band and i've got to you know play in a sort of a solo situation and with a duo and so i've got lots of music in my life now which is great
0: that's awesome what kind
1: of music mm-hmm. do you uh
0: do you like to sing
1: well a lot of stuff i mean I was talking to, uh, like I say, the guy, the lead guy on uh, Project Blue Book yesterday, who's also Michael Malarkey He's also a, a singer and he's try, he's doing a European tour. And um, we were just talking about how do you describe your music? And I said, well, I really like, you know, singer songwriters like uh, like John Prine or Tracy Chapman. You know people like that um with our bands we play mostly covers so we play a lot of classic rock you know so we play everything from boston and all those big old hits up to stuff now snow patrol or ed sheeran or, or whatever um depends on the venue and then i play in senior centers and extended care homes mm-hmm. and then i'll be back playing stuff that's from the 50s and uh And just sort of fun sing-along songs. I love that kind of stuff because I like the situation where everybody's singing together in a kind of a community scenario. Uh So I've kind of over the years learned sort of hundreds of songs that um, people like and then more obscure songs that I like. And my own music tends to be kind of more along the lines of uh, social conscious uh-huh. stuff and you know sometimes kind of lighthearted sort of um, fun stuff but uh, yeah I tend to be more of a storyteller in my songs. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. So Good. I, I kind of like a lot of different things but I guess it's some uh, the main vein would be sort of folk rock and some pop in there. Cool. Yeah, an interesting country. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Good. Okay. So your the new Hallmark movie that you have coming out is Over the yeah. Moon in Love. We at this point in time, I'm not sure when it's actually going to air, what's going on, but uh we'll announce that on the podcast. So just Uh, but yeah
1: it was september 21st but i think it might be october 5th now i was just talking to the director about it and it's and it looks like it's it's going to be delayed a couple weeks
0: yeah so it's Mm. we're not sure but it looks fun and this was oh yeah this was written by jessica loundess and yeah starring her huh
1: yeah, pretty cool. Well what it was is she had this sort of passion project and uh that she wanted to get done and you know, she's got a name and she's got a great voice and she's got mm-hmm. and and it's a great script. And uh but she you know, it's always hard to get somebody to take a chance on you, especially when it's Hallmark, they've got a lot of people that wanna write for them and so on. Sure. Right? Um but Christy will Wolf, who's the director and also a writer. Um mm-hmm. and and she just wanna she just won our version of the Academy Awards here for best uh, screenwriting, I think. Actually, and the Leo Awards in BC is what it is. Mm-hmm. So she kind of co-wrote with Jessica on that, and Tim Johnson was the producer, and he championed her, which was great because it's you know, it's taking a risk with mu- music. Movies are more popular, but still, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh so she wrote it and she produced and she starred in it and she wrote a bunch of the songs for it. Yeah, she's just a dy- dynamo, amazing. So mm-hmm. I thought she was uh very impressive. I'd never met her before, and I had read for something else in the film. And I ended up playing her father in it, mm. and uh, which was great because I got to meet her and her dad and her uncle and her family because they were all there and. uh and it was fun. It was a really, it was really nice, uh, really nice film. Very sweet film. I think it's going to be a really good one.
0: Well, we're really excited about it because we love Christy Will Wolf. She's yep. made some of our favorites. and oh, great. Uh, yeah, and her and Jessica have worked together on other projects. So oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they worked on Yes, I do. Uh, she was kind okay. of the villain. Jessica was sort of the villain, the other other woman. Oh, really? I just steal yeah. away <laughs> from Jen Lilly. Uh, uh right. And uh, so, yeah, I'm definitely very curious to see with her uh, writing and starring in it. I think it'll be very interesting. And I love Wes Brown. He is. Yeah, Wes
1: was great. I'd never, Wes. well, I'd never met either of them, but he was fun.
0: Yeah. He's very yeah. dreamy, too. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because I didn't know I didn't know the, the 90210 thing, you know, that sort uh-huh. of second one. I knew the first one. And right. then I sort of put up a picture of me and Jess and that I was working with and my niece we went back east was like, oh, my God, you're working with so-and-so and <laughs> yeah. these characters, right? I was like, oh, yeah, no, I, yeah, you know, being older and not that much of a TV <laughs> watcher, I just didn't know know who they were but Wes <laughs> wow I was really impressed with him he picked up my guitar and started playing very good guitar player and beautiful singing voice and I don't know if he's a singer but um uh-huh. between the two of them they were singing and I was like wow these guys are excellent like really beautiful voices
0: cool what's <clears So throat> what's the movie about a, a little bit
1: um well it's oh and I should say too that that uh, Miranda Fregon is in it and she's uh-huh. also got a bunch of uh beautiful voices she has a few of her mm-hmm. own songs in the uh, soundtrack too oh okay um yeah yeah very cool um she's a hallmark favorite right
0: yeah she's in yeah uh, also in aurora tea garden
1: oh is that right eh? mm-hmm. okay well, i better get on that i've auditioned for that a few times <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so the film is is without saying too much it's a sweet love story about people who love music and somehow uh you know are connected by music but things aren't they don't really work out for them you know mm-hmm. and then maybe it'll work out for them maybe cool. music will help <laughs> 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 kind of like kind of like a happy star is born maybe <laughs> the the antithesis that you know yeah. West Brown is, is hanging himself in the garage at the end of the movie let's say that <laughs> spoiler alert <laughs> oh I spoiled, did I spoil a uh, star is born sorry everybody <laughs> nobody <laughs> <laughs> nothing there's nothing like that it was just a dummy in a halloween scene
0: <laughs> well good <laughs> um we're, we're we're really looking forward to it and uh yeah. and then just real quick before we do the final questions you are also in a yeah. christmas movie this year with aaron cahill i
1: guess uh did i oh yeah yes. that's right i that was a crazy one i just finished shooting uh that one with jess and wes and uh, everyone and christy and um there's a company here that's sort of making a bunch of them and a really great first ad on there troy scott lovely guy so i luckily i was was just uh, rehearsing for a gig in my trailer and jess heard me playing mm-hmm. and it was like oh wow you sing and play that's cool do you think you could do a song to kind of introduce the scene because we're and she was just kind mm-hmm. of going on the floor on the fly right yeah. And Christy's like, oh, yeah, I guess so. You're know, have to be one of yours. So I threw them a couple. i like, yeah, let's do this. So I, I got one of my songs in the film, oh, that's which awesome. was nice, singing to Jess. Yeah. And uh, as a result of that, just happened to have my guitar there. Uh, and then I ended up playing uh, in the kind of band in the film, which Jess's real dad is, is the drummer. That was just fun. And uh, from that, the, the AD was doing another film. And he was like, hey, we need uh, somebody to be singing this crystal song that's called Pete. And um, so I only met uh, Aaron quickly and the male lead who I forgot his name. Evan McGarry. Really right. Um, popular Hallmark people, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, he's And he's I was awesome. just kind of literally
1: flew in because I was doing a gig somewhere else and they just uh-huh. kind of got me there and I was cranking out this Christmas song in the middle of July. Oh and uh, I won't say which, so we won't spoil it. Right. But, um, and they were in the scene with their son and there was kind of a, a thing and kind of music plays a, a prominent feature in that film too. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it was one of those ones where I just came in for like literally half a day and and banged it out and met everybody quickly. And and that was sweet.
0: Yeah. Cool. Very good. That's
1: a nice premise. Yeah, nice premise. Random Acts of Christmas. I don't know um, much else about it, but I like the premise of that film. Yeah.
0: Cool. Well, we're excited for mm-hmm. it. All right. So we like to leave our guests with what we call the Team Beat questions. And these sure. are kind of silly questions that one of our co-hosts found in an old issue of Team Beat magazine.
1: <laughs> no. It was big when I was a kid. Yeah, that's for
0: yeah,
1: sure. yeah. Ralph Macchio on the cover.
0: That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's okay. First one is, what is the best ice cream flavor?
1: Oh, the best ice cream flavor? Yes. Brown. <laughs> brown. Have you seen that hilarious podcast by these three brothers where they're li- making up songs about ice cream? No. Oh, it's the funniest thing in the world. My kids showed it to me. And they're trying, they're improvising. And then the guy's like, oh, you got this and you got vanilla bean. What's your favorite flavor? My favorite flavor? And the brother can't think. He's panicking and he goes, brown. And then the other guy's brown It's the favorite flavor,
0: brown. That is funny. I'll just that Oh, my out.
1: God. You've got it. My favorite is pistachio. Okay. But if you get yeah. a chance to look up that podcast with the True Brothers, I know what it's called. Very funny.
0: That's cool. Very good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what is your favorite color?
1: Favorite color? Uh, well, I was thinking of my son because he says magenta, and I'm like, what is magenta? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'd have to say lime green. There was like a lime oh. green Mustang in the 60s that I loved, and then I got a Hot Wheel version of it, and I just loved that kind of sharp color
0: cool okay that's yeah green i like is always- bright the
1: bright lime not like no, not yeah. like the dark limes those bright limes <laughs> green is
0: always on brand you know with hallmark and green and red Oh, is it
1: well no, yeah, i guess so christmas yeah
0: but yeah. i don't know about bright green but we we, right. we, we can count it um okay so you kind of already talked about it. what music are you listening to right now
1: Oh, what am I listening to say? now? I'm listening to this really cool band called the Rad Trads. So we I work at the Vancouver Folk Festival every year, and uh-huh. we, our kids. ever we get, the kids are performing with us now, and they get to meet all these artists backstage. And we met these cool dudes out of Brooklyn called the Rad Trads, and they're all jazz trained artists, yeah. but they've got a really neat band with horns, and they all sing. They play different instruments: a bunch of horns, guitars, and and they're out of Brooklyn, but one of the guys, uh, uh, Michael, just moved to Portland. And we just were hanging with them after and went to their CD signing session and met them. And we got a couple of CDs. And they were just fantastic. Uh, so we kind of got them on heavy rotation. Uh-huh. And uh, and Wallace Bird, who's uh, out of Ireland, but uh, originally from Berlin. I've been listening to her new stuff. Um, uh, she's a really neat artist.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool. So that's not great. Yeah. Okay. What is yeah. your go-to date night food? Date night.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about having a date the other day, my wife and I, and uh, it hasn't happened for years, but it might happen. <laughs> uh, uh, something with alcohol. I don't know. My favorite date <laughs> night food would probably be. Gosh, I don't know. It's all family restaurants these days. (laughs) It's whatever the kids want to eat. They're both vegetarian now, so we're just Uh, dancing around trying to figure out favorite date night food. Oh, you know what it would be? It would be because I never get to have it anymore. It was Chinese food.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If I could convince my wife to eat it
0: okay uh so <laughs> this would go into the next question is what's your go-to date night activity so it sounds like it
1: would- sleeping i think sleeping. no uh a date night activity would probably be actually going to hear live music
0: yeah mm-hmm. cool
1: yeah that going to a concert cool. or just like a local you know bar to hear some mm-hmm. somebody playing
0: yeah mm-hmm. okay dogs or cats
1: oh gosh that's tough uh I guess it's dogs because I've become allergic to cats, even though I love them and grew up with them and having babies in our shirts on the farm and in the barn. So right now we have a dog and no cat. The kids desperately want one. I'm going to have to go with dog, I guess. Yeah.
0: I know. They make my eyes puffy. Yeah.
1: It's a drag because I love cats.
0: (laughs) Okay. Beaches or mountains?
1: Oh, oh. Uh, both mountains that run down to the beaches.
0: <laughs> okay, only in Vancouver. <laughs> they just
1: run from the top to the bottom. We <laughs> can do it in you know forty minutes here. Yeah, I know. Yeah.
0: All right, a suit and tie or sweats?
1: Oh, sweats, no question. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, your favorite holiday to celebrate?
1: Favorite holiday? Uh, well. <laughs> my kids say uh that we go to the folk festival that's their favorite holiday but it's not a holiday but it's a folk music festival uh they say it's better than christmas i would say christmas um and thanksgiving is a close second just because of the whole family thing yeah Mm -hmm.
0: cool good all right last question and this Uh is very difficult for you up in canada because you don't have the Hallmark Uh channel but what is your favorite hallmark movie
1: oh Uh, Mm. it
0: can be one you've been in
1: okay no it's there's a film that, well, maybe, I haven't seen them all, is the thing, but uh, there was a film, I was over, uh, I think it was when I was uh, over where I was um, shooting Chesapeake Shores or somewhere, uh-huh. and uh, I was watching, because we don't have cable, our family, we have, um, we're just not big TV watches, but we do yeah. have uh, Netflix, we have a TV and Netflix, but we don't have cable and that kind of thing, so I don't always see the ones unless they come on. Um, and there was one with a woman that I just thought was fantastic. She was so amazing. And, you know, I can't remember the name of it and I can't remember her name, but I did. it was on mm-hmm. and I was watching and I was thinking, Oh, I wonder if this was shot here and I wonder if I know anyone, blah, blah, probably. Uh-huh. And I wish I could tell you the name of it.
0: Do you remember the plot at all?
1: <sighs> <laughs> no, I just thought that she was such an amazing actress and I hadn't seen her before. And she'd been on a big series, I wish I could remember the name of the series, but um, unfortunately, I can't. And by Googling, I'm probably not going to find find it. Yeah, uh, I can't. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <My favorite. laughs> From that, I would say uh, I would say having done Pumpkin Pie Wars was really fun, just because I got to work with my wife and Julie Gonzalez yeah. was so great, and everybody that was in it. Um, and I also had a really good time in uh, Love by Chance which was where I played this sort of uncle of Beau Garrett. Uh And uh, Brenda Strong was in that. And uh, and a friend of mine played her husband, um, uh, Garwin Sanford, who's a local actor here. And that was directed by Gary Harvey. So that was really, oh, you know who was in that? It was uh, Ellie Harvey, the girl that you love from Love Notes. Mm Mm-hmm yeah uh, a great right. local actress and john cassini played the italian baker a great 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 local actor both great so um that was a great experience so i guess if i would have oh. to say you know one of those ones since i can't think of that, <laughs> <Okay. actually>. uh, <laughs> How's yeah. that
0: uh i we love public pie wars it's written by uh, nina wyman who's a, one of our right was our first interview we ever got and she's She's incredible. And that right. a lot of fun. It's kind of a whole Romeo and Juliet sort of a a, a feel to. <laughs> to That's right. Done, yeah. Which makes yeah. it fun. So. Yeah. All right. Fun. Well, you passed the test. Oh, good. <laughs> you know, Mark movies. <laughs>
1: I guess I should have said over the moon in love because it's coming out and all these great people. That's my favorite over the moon in love. Your it's, favorite. it's the absolute favorite, even because it's got my song in it. No, because there's a bunch of great people in it. Yes. There you go. There's my plug. Yeah. And it's coming out soon.
0: Oh, uh, Very exciting. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We really yeah, appreciate my pleasure. it. Uh, are you on social media at all? <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah. Uh, a little bit. Yeah.
0: How can people follow you?
1: Uh, well, I just went off for a bit, which was great. My son's like, dad, you should go off that for a while. I was like, so I took a period of break and it was so great. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm on, I'm on Instagram at Peter double G since it's Graham Goudreau and people can never remember uh-huh. it. Uh, so it says Peter and then double, like double bubble, uh-huh. D U B B L E G. It looks like Peter dub leg <laughs> G. <laughs> and then on, uh, on Facebook and that kind of thing, I'm just under the same thing. Peter double G or Peter G-G. Yeah. Okay,
0: great. Yeah. Well, we'll have yeah. all that in the description section. They can anyone can follow you. And I will look forward to your next role. So thanks so much for taking the time to talk with us. And uh, yeah, we'll hopefully get to talk again uh, another time.
1: Thanks a lot, Rachel. Okay. I appreciate it. And uh, stay well and keep singing.
0: All right, right, will do. And all those
1: <laughs> other things that you do.
0: <laughs> okay, bye. Okay. Take care. We'd like to thank Peter for coming on the podcast. That was so much fun. And make sure you're following the podcast, The Homework use Pod, all over social media and on iTunes and YouTube. And if you're listening on iTunes, please give us your ratings and reviews. If you're listening on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. And please follow me at Rachel's Reviews all over iTunes, YouTube, social media. I would really appreciate that as well and consider becoming a patron of the channel that's how we get these interviews and and a lot of other fun uh fun content and giveaways and other stuff that information is all in the description and so we really appreciate that and uh, thanks so much we'll talk to you all later bye